Talk Money is a production of Lola Media. Say hi, Lola. <coughs> For updates, further breakdowns, and past episodes of this podcast, sign up at thetalkmoney.com. If you enjoy our podcast, help us get the word out. Write a review on Apple Podcasts. It goes a long way to help us reach more ears. And now you can sign up for our newsletter, where we curate the best money topics of the week from across the internet. It's quick, informative, and most importantly, fun. Sign up at thetalkmoney.com slash newsletter. Hey everyone, Mesh here. You might notice that today's episode is a little shorter than our usual show. That's because you're listening to the first episode of our new Wednesday short, The Talk Money Weekly. Unlike our narrative and interview episodes, you'll hear from me each week on current business events, like an audio pairing with our Sunday newsletter. Tune in each week to hear what's going on in the financial world, and more importantly, what it means for the bigger picture. Today's episode, SoFi and Robinhood allow us common people to buy into the IPO. To start, let's go over the IPO, the initial public offering when a company that was private goes public, and we can buy shares of the company on the stock exchange. A lot of companies are private, and a lot of companies are worth a lot as they're private. They have all these venture funds and private investors that have given them money way before they've gone public. And there's a couple of reasons why companies go public. For one, all the investors that invested early on want liquidity. They want their cash back. And so therefore, they offer their shares to the public market, and they get a liquidity event. The other reason is that once a company's public, it has much more of a brand awareness globally. And especially if Wall Street and the public love this company, technically the shares go up, especially if it's performing well. And if the shares go up, the value of the company continues to go up. So if you're an employee at the company or you're a founder at the company, you're a CEO at the company, that benefits you economically. Tesla is a good example of that. A lot of people love Elon Musk. A lot of people dislike Elon Musk. He's a pretty polarizing figure, but it doesn't matter what you think of the company or what you think about him. People love Tesla. They love what it represents. They love the cars. They buy the stock. And so the company just continues to surge upwards, which has a lot of benefit to shareholders of the stock. Now, IPOs are somewhat controversial in the sense that when a company does an IPO, it essentially hires an investment bank like a Goldman Sachs. And then Goldman Sachs goes and offers those shares, the private shares that are being held, and they go set a price for them. They say, hey, the company's done X revenue. This is what it's going to do in the future. And the price that we're going to offer the IPO is going to be, let's say, $10. The thing is, they don't offer that $10 to you and I. They're essentially going to other institutions, so other major funds, hedge funds. They're going to high net worth individuals, which is just another way of saying like super fucking rich people. And they're saying, hey, buy the company for $10. You know, and before that, the company might have been priced at like $6. So once the IPO price is decided, let's say it's $10, all those people bought into it. And then it opens on the stock exchange. And that's when it's available to you and I. And so what happens is, is that there's this big demand for it and we miss out on that $10. So we end up buying the stock for maybe like $15 or $20. We actually lose our ability to capture that upside because we just don't have the advantage. We're not well-known enough. We don't have enough money. We're not in the right circles. And that's kind of been a disadvantage for public market investors. And it's been kind of annoying, right? So like a good example is Airbnb. Airbnb has been a beloved company for a really long time, and it went public recently. 
The thing is, the Airbnb IPO price was priced at $68 a share, which was offered to, again, institutional investors, high net worth individuals. And when it opened for trading, meaning when it opened on the public market for you and I to buy on Robinhood or E-Trade or Ameritrade, it opened at $146, or I think it went up as high as $165, which is insane, right? Like we missed a huge opportunity. It doubled in price. And so we're buying it double the price of where it was literally a few days ago. And so what's happening now is that there are two companies in the news that have saying that they're going to offer the ability to buy into the IPO price. So SoFi is a company that historically did student lending, and they're now offering the ability to buy into the IPO of multiple companies. It's unclear which ones. And then Robinhood, the zero commission trading platform that's been in the news for all sorts of reasons, is saying that when they go IPO, when they do their initial public offering, they're going to offer users of Robinhood, the IPO price, just like they would offer to all the institutions. This does kind of create the whole quote-unquote democratization of investing, which I do think it's cool. It's a really good marketing tactic as well for users to come onto the platform. SoFi is going to be competing with Robinhood. Robinhood's competing with everybody else. They're also trying to win back the love of the users and saying that they're you know one for the people. So this is a pretty good way of doing that. The other thing to think about is that why is this important now? Well, the reason why an IPO price was offered to big institutions and whatnot before is because that way you could get these really, really high-ticketed buyers, right? Buying like millions of dollars at a time versus you and I who would be buying maybe $100 or $1,000 or maybe up to $10,000 at a time. But because of platforms like Robinhood, there's like 30 to 40 million new people out there that are buying shares. And everything that we saw in the GameStop fiasco where Reddit users took control of the GameStop and wanted to stick it to the hedge funds. Well, what we've seen is that there is actually a large demand from retail investors, i.e. you and I, to be able to buy into something in large volume. And I think SoFi and Robinhood see that opportunity and they also want to take advantage of it. So we'll see what happens. My guess is it's going to be kind of hard to still buy into the IPO because it's going to get oversubscribed, meaning All of us are going to click for notification. We're going to be racing to get it. We'll see what happens when it opens. But all in all, this is a really good thing, and it might transform how this whole thing works. That's it for this week. Subscribe to the Talk Money newsletter to get more on the week's news every Sunday. You can sign up at thetalkmoney.com slash newsletter. And catch us here next Wednesday for another installment of Talk Money Weekly. Until next time.